Manchester and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 3 of Trot at Large. I am your unbelievable host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. Yeah, so these, uh, these, these stories... <laughs> They're relatively interesting, aren't they? I just, have people lost their minds? Anyway, this segment brought to us by the Concerned Taxpayers of Manchester. They have evaluated all of the candidates. They have issued their questionnaires and surveys. They have posted the results. They have made their endorsements. They uh, encourage you to support their endorsees. Go to, which include Mayor Ted Gatsis. Against Joyce Craig, who did not fill out the survey, did not respond to the questions. And in uh, Manchester Ward 1, they include aldermanic candidate Christopher Stewart and school board candidate Joe LaChance. Find out why the concerned taxpayers of Manchester have endorsed the mayor, uh, Christopher Stewart, and Joe LaChance by visiting ConcernedTaxpayersOfManchester.com. That's ConcernedTaxpayersOfManchester.com. All right. So while we're awaiting the uh, mayor... um. He's coming today, right? <laughs> I don't know. I get some dates from his staff, which I believe did not include today for times that he would not be with us. Uh, just a programming note. He will be with us live on our television show tomorrow night. Um, and, uh, well, we'll we'll take it from there. But, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something, folks, as we come into this final week. Uh, just a few days left. What are we, Wednesday? So we've got... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and the election is Tuesday. So we're six days away from the election. And, you know, a lot of people are, uh, you know, a lot of people who are, I should say, are on the receiving end. And you hear it in their answers. Oh, these are these issues are a distraction from what we should be discussing. Actually, they're really not, you know, not to get all biblical on you, but there is something in the a Bible that basically goes like this. Those who can be trusted with small things can be trusted with big things. You know, and the the funny thing is, is I've seen this in my, 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 my uh, business as a uh, personal finance professional. A lot of people think that more money will solve their problems. What they don't realize is that their inability to handle money because they just simply don't know the rules and they don't understand the cost of what they're doing would cause them to have the same problems only with bigger dollar amounts. If you don't know how to manage your money, it doesn't matter how much or how little you have, you don't know how to manage your money. And it leads to the same set of problems um, that you otherwise uh, are thinking that money would solve. So if you can't be trusted to follow something like the right to know law, if you can't be trusted to say, you know what, the priority Uh, To have your votes follow your stated priorities like, oh, this money should go to our students or this money should be in our schools, but you refuse to cast the vote necessary to deprive yourself as an elected official as a uh, of a taxpayer supported taxpayer provided um, a fringe benefit that is reserved otherwise for full time employees. If you can't be if you can't be trusted to to be intellectually honest on that level, how can you be trusted on anything else? I mean, it's it's breathtaking when you think about it. 
you know, Leslie Watt in Ward 4, oh, I always do what's in the best interest of students. Well, is it in the best interest of students that you have health insurance at the taxpayer's expense? I'm not saying that Leslie's family doesn't deserve health insurance, but she's an unabashed supporter of Barack Obama and Obamacare, an unabashed supporter of Hillary Clinton, uh, and the idea that government should be... why? So why isn't she going through Obamacare? Why isn't she going through the uh, exchange? Why isn't she getting her health benefits, you know, personally? Through someplace other than the taxpayer. I'll tell you why. Probably because her household income is such that she won't get the subsidy and it'll be a lot less expensive for her to get it through the city than to get it through the uh, Obamacare exchanges. And oh, by the way, the coverage in the Obamacare exchange won't be anywhere near as good. So the same thing could be said about Sarah Ambrosi. The same thing can be said for Erica Connors. You know, Joyce Craig, when she got elected, the first thing they did was they dropped their personal health insurance and they took it as a school board member and as an alderman. She's talking about being wise and frugal with your tax dollars, but it's okay for the Perks and Bennies to go to the ruling class of this city and not okay for it to go to the, uh, you know, to the services the taxpayers need. What service is the taxpayer getting out of an alderman or a school board member who takes the benefits? Can someone please answer me that? Oh, wow, we're getting quality people to run and stay in office. Are we really? If that's the arbiter, uh, you know, I love these 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 people that the spend more money crowd who say, oh, well, in order to attract qualified people like so many of you here, we need to offer health insurance. Really? Well, in a world of Obamacare, when you can get it through the exchange if it's otherwise too expensive for you. Then maybe they ought to use the things that uh, they advocated for when they voted for Obama, when they voted for Clinton, when they voted for Shaheen, when they voted for Hassan, when they voted for Shea Porter. Because they, that, this whole crowd voted for the government-sponsored health, uh, health insurance, health care. But they refused to use it. So is it really in the best interest of the children? You know? Who's, so who's taking Van Houten's taking the benefits, still taking the dental. DeRozier used to take the health benefits, still taking the dental. I'll give John Avard credit. He at least admits that he's taking the benefits, and he defends taking the benefits. You can agree with him or not on whether or not he, quote-unquote, deserves it for all the work he does as a school board member. But you got to give him credit for the fact that he doesn't hide it, and he, you know, he's willing to, to, you know, to defend why he does it. Connors takes the benefits. I, you know, I, I, I love this. You know, people talking about it needs to go to the students. Well, then why aren't you taking it from yourself to give it to the students? This is a board that literally voted to cut building maintenance, building cleaning, building repairs, but wouldn't cut its own benefits. And by the way, the cost of the benefits would have covered anywhere from a third to a quarter of the cuts that they made to all those things I just mentioned. Maybe half, depending on the set of numbers that you look at. So don't tell me it's a minimal amount of money. And that's just the premium cost because, you know, when people, uh, I don't know, <laughs> uh, get into uh, skiing accidents and need multiple surgeries or they have this or they have that or whatnot, that everything above the city's ridiculously small deductibles and co-pays is paid for by you, the taxpayer. Every dollar of it, up to a quarter of a million dollars when something called reinsurance kicks in. 
There's only one full-time employee elected in the city of Manchester. Well, there are two up until um, the next term, the welfare commissioner in the city of Manchester and the mayor. That's it. Those are the only two elected positions in the city of Manchester that are considered full-time. The aldermen and the school board members, whether Erica Connors, who says it shouldn't be available to part-timers, but we're all full-time elected officials. Really? Really? I know I spend a lot of time uh, being a school board member, but I'm not not at a point where I'm going to call myself full-time. If I'm going to call myself full-time, I'm going to be looking for 60 or 70 grand a year to represent this city at large with the benefit package. It's a crock. It's a nice dodge. It's a fancy way of saying, I'm, you know, and then what? I love the answers. Oh, yeah. Well, she's now in favor of having school board members pay more for the benefits, up to 100%. But when Mayor Gatsis, who will be with us in a couple minutes, says, okay, well, then let's raise after, the, after yet another vote failed to terminate the benefits, the mayor said, hey, how about we uh, raise what the school board members pay from 20% to 50? You know why it was a tie vote? Which, which means the motion failed? Because Erica Connors, who takes the health insurance benefits, abstained. So now that it's election time, she's all in favor of being able to keep it and pay more which tells me she's trying to wiggle out of a trap she put herself in because it's extremely unpopular with voters when these people who say they're all about the kids and we need to reallocate resources and we need to better prioritize and everything we should do, we do should be about students until and unless it's them. You know, Kathy Staub summed it up in a recent interview I happened to catch on Manchester Public TV. Um, She's running, I, I defeated her two years ago. The benefits was an issue. Believe it or not, head lice was an issue because she led the charge that prevented the school district from sending kids with live head lice home until the head lice was gone. And she, of course, was on the leading edge of banning cupcakes because cupcakes are bad. Right. Oh, and by the way, the vote, the votes that we took were not to apply immediately to members of the current board, but for the board that will be seated at the beginning of January after this election. So in theory, nobody would have any immediate loss. They all have sufficient time to go find their other options like, oh, I don't know, Obamacare, if you live in a one point two million dollar house and you can't afford your own health insurance. Sarah Ambrosi, Ward one. And I'm going to pick on that because of what she said during one of the motions about how uh, what a financial hardship it would be on her family to have to not be able to take those benefits. Really? I'd like to have a financial hardship on, uh, on my family. It says I can't afford uh, a benefit package like that while living in a $1.2 million house, which, by the way, she had just bought. She had enough money. Maybe that's why she couldn't afford the health insurance anymore. She, she had to buy a $1.2 million house. <sighs> Come on. That's, that should be offensive to everybody. So the dishonesty in protecting their own interest is just mind-blowing. But then there's but Kathy Staub summed it all up, because Kathy Staub, who complained bitterly about being called out during the last election for taking the health insurance benefits, in a, in a recent interview on, on public television, she's running now for election to the Ward 5 school board seat currently held by Lisa Freeman who rightfully says the elected officials should not be in a better financial position than the constituents they serve, which they would be if they were getting taxpayer-provided health insurance. Kathy Staub now says, well, she's not, gonna, she's not willing to say that board members shouldn't get it. She's now willing to say, however, that she won't take them anymore, quote, because I don't need them anymore. 
which tells you what? And it tells you everything you need to know about the people who complain about lack of funding, but will not take the dollars that are supporting them, that are subsidizing their benefits from you, the taxpayer, and apply them to services for kids and needs of the schools. And that is, oh, everything's about the kids, but not until my needs are satisfied first. This is Gerard at Large. 